Welcome to Club Clinical, where healthcare providers meet up to talk about all things that propel the culture forward. I like the sound of that. What else? Health, wealth, and all-around self-improvement. This is Club Clinical. How do you guys like that intro? I'm so excited to finally be doing the Club Clinical podcast. Club Clinical came from me just bumping my music on the way to clinical at 4 a.m., getting ready to put people to sleep. So it has now evolved into a podcast about literally anything, health, wealth, CRNA school, making money, some tea sprinkled in there. For those of you who do not know, my name is Aisha Allen. I am a new grad nurse anesthetist, and uh, I just like to have fun. So let's do it. On today's episode, it will be about making your personal statement, your personal essay, really stand out and be unique to you. Um, The first episode was originally going to be me and Dr. Dante Flanagan, but I think we're going to redo the episode just so that we can have some really good crisp audio. I'm not trying to be a perfectionist, but it just, it was an Instagram live and I think, I think we're going to reshoot it. So this episode, now episode number one, is me with someone who did a one-on-one call with me. And if you don't know, you can book one-on-one calls with me on my website at AishaAllen.com. And we were just chopping it up and her question for me was, her, about her getting stuck writing her personal statement and feeling like she didn't really have anything unique to say, which, y'all, we always have something unique to say about ourselves. So that is what you are going to hear now. Right now, where I am in my application process uh, is where I'm getting stuck is writing my essay. And that's the, that's the hardest part for me. And I don't know why, maybe, well, one of the obstacles I'm facing is I'm trying to, I feel like my reason isn't, probably not good enough or like captivating. I had to stop you right there. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> you are enough. You are captivating. You are everything already. Um, I think where people, where I, what I hear is that people think we have to tell this like crazy, amazing story for school to pay attention to me. And that's not the case. Um, everything that you do in your life, you are a freaking, you're a nurse, like you're amazing, you know? So you just need to show them why you would be a good and successful student. That's really all you have to do. And you tease out and you pick things in your life that show that you will persevere, that you're a hard worker, that you're resilient, that you're teachable, coachable, all those things. So it doesn't have to be some fantastical, like, myth type of story. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about, like, what you do for fun or um, family. Do you have kids? Anything? No, I am single. It's just me and my dog. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I have an odd hobby, I guess. It's, well, I like to go to the shooting range. I like to try to challenge myself and be more accurate. So that's what I like to do. Okay, sorry. I'm just, I just so I just bought a gun. Okay. Why it's so exciting? I need you to teach me. Okay, so okay, continue. Sorry. Anyway. Um, so yes, that is one of my strange hobbies. Lately, I've been getting into growing plants. Uh, I tried it last year, and then my this. I live in Texas, so <laughs> most of my plants got burnt. So. <laughs> I tried using my plants back here. You would 
do the same thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying again this year. Um, let's see. All my family, they live in Austin. I'm from Austin, but right now I live in Dallas. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do I do besides work? <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> so I just have a question. Why do you think shooting is strange? Well, people that, you know, friends from work, you know, as we get to know each other, we learn more each other. When I bring it up, they look at me crazy. And they're like, oh, geez, you're dangerous. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not like that. It's just a hobby. And it's an expensive hobby at that. <laughs> so what do you shoot? Oh, okay. So um, I have a couple of nine millimeters, a 380. What <laughs> I have a little miniature revolver. It's so cute. It only shoots like a 22 Magnum. And then I have an AR-15. The air it's it's fun. It's really fun. I have a friend. We uh, sometimes we'll go and we'll try to compete and see who does the best. But I'm speechless because that's just so exciting to me. Um, okay, so I think you should talk about that. See, the the one thing I'm concerned about is people, you know, because the climate around like gun laws and you know those types of things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come off as like some crazy person that's just obsessed which I'm not, but it's just a hobby. So where are you trying to apply to school? So University of Maryland in Baltimore, okay. uh, LSU, FRANU, that's in Louisiana. Um, okay. And then who else? Those, those are the ones I have the application started for. There's some other okay. schools, but I'm still trying to figure out. All right. So a lot on like all my mentorship programs and all my webinars, I always talk about how applications, there's like a psychosocial thing to it. All those places that you talked about, I'm pretty sure at least one of the people that are gonna be reading your essays owns a gun. Mm-hmm. Just if we're gonna like be real about it, like the demographic and location. However, what about shooting specifically? And I like to do this with people because Um, it shows that anything that you do can be a part of your application. So what about specifically like shooting do you like? And um, you mentioned something about seeing you you getting better and you having a friendly competition with your friend, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so speak a little bit about that. I just want to hear what you like about it. So what I like is it's challenging. Also, what you have to do is you have to make sure everything's aligned correctly, as well as uh, compensating for, you know, the recoil. So lots of, <laughs> whenever I go to the range, most is mostly male dominated. So whenever I do fairly well on my targets, people are surprised, you know, and they want, you. it's like they're, they're inspired by me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm smiling very hard, as you can see, because all of that belongs, that, that can be related to anesthesia. Mm-hmm. All of it. Making sure you're aligned, preparation, going back and practicing, um, having a friendly competition with yourself. That can, you could literally put all of those in so many words, obviously you're teasing out different things about how that makes you, how you can parallel. It's all about telling a story and paralleling it, right? So for anesthesia, when I walk into a room, especially as a student, I had to, I was practicing because I had to do simulation. 
guns are not a game. They're not a joke. It's serious. Absolutely. Life and death. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah, true. Right? You have respect for this object and you want to maybe change the narrative of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, seeing with anesthesia, you see how in anesthesia, CRNA specifically, you want to help push the narrative that we are a safe provider. Um, I'm just, and I'm just throwing out all these ideas because you literally have a, an amazing personal statement that no one has ever written before, ever, ever. Thank you. Thank you. I never thought of it that way. I know. And that's why I love what I do. Yay. <laughs> Everyone thinks you need to write this cookie cutter. I'm like autonomy and I'm a this and I'm nursing. I was an ICU and I got a Daisy award. I never had a Daisy award ever in my life, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I didn't do research. I didn't do none of that stuff. I spoke to me. I spoke to my hobby. That was me playing soccer. Mine was playing soccer. Um, I was disciplined. How I, you know, I, I, th- I threw soccer around all every chance I could get, but I stuck to what I knew. I wasn't trying to portray this perfect angelic person. So with you, not only is this gonna carry with you your personal statement, but when they see you in your interview, cause you are gonna get an interview writing something about this. That's it, that's new. Imagine being on a board and just reading the same sh- all day. Mm, I see you, great. Like they're human. Yeah, that's true. It's boring. So imagine them reading about um, someone talking about, oh, talking about guns, that's interesting. And it's a surprise. It's a wow factor. Oh, I'm gonna keep reading. Did you guys read this? About she's not talking about guns, and you related it. So that's a personal suggestion. I like I, it. Now I'll receive it. <laughs> right. Um, I, but I just think that's so dope, and I think um, I, I've never heard. I've never heard anyone else like when I mentioned I had a gun. It was a certain demographic of people that were like, "Oh yeah, cool." Like more of us should be owning guns and shooting. Mm-hmm. Do you have an Instagram page or a YouTube? I, like, I have an Instagram. <laughs> are you like blogging, blogging about this? No. Just uncomfortable. Just it's just a hobby. You don't really. Okay, okay, okay. Look, I'm always trying to push people to share their life. Um, let me stop. Wow. I'm just well now. I know I can like. Can I text you? Sure. Okay. Look, I'm gonna. I have some questions about guns that I would like to ask um eventually later on but okay this is your time anyways continue it's fine um okay let's see so um, do you feel like i helped you with that kind of question absolutely okay absolutely absolutely um okay so that was the main thing i was really concerned about yeah yeah but go ahead no anything like anything um, earlier today, I attended like a webinar for University of Maryland and the um, program director, he was saying, um, as far as GPAs go, like, you know, the official scale is like 3.0 to 4.0, mm-hmm. but he also mentioned that they separate the scientific calcu- uh, the scientific GPA from everything else. Mm-hmm. So since I graduated, uh, let's, let's see. In 2015, a lot of my science classes are way older than five years ago. So I'm finding I have to retake chemistry and all that. And I know a lot of places they want to, 
they want you to have like organic chemistry um, and, or biochemistry. So I guess my question to you is, I understand chemistry is a major part in like the pharmaceuticals and stuff, but like biochem and organic chem, I've never taken it. Yeah. Have you taken it before? Hell no. I specifically applied to schools that did not require organic chemistry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And I was very fortunate to go to a school that taught us specifically what we need to know as it related to anesthesia. Like the course is called physics, chemistry and physics for anesthesia or something like that. I was not about to do it. No, 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 no. Um, I took a, a chemistry class in undergrad and I got a C in it. And I was like, okay, that's enough for me. I'm not doing this. Because, I mean, I don't think it counted for anything. If it did, I had a 3.44 GPA. So clearly I still got in. You don't need a 4.0. Um, but if the schools that you are looking at require, was I within five years? When did I graduate? 2013. And I started school. Oh, yeah, I guess I was. So yours was past five years. So you have to take all of them again? Probably so, because I used I was a biology major before I went into nursing. Mm-hmm. So right at, I graduated high school in 2008. So a okay. lot of that stuff is way old. And I'm like, crap, in order, to, in order to do like organic chemistry, I had to take general chemistry again. And it's like, I'm. So did you ask, like, so you have a biology major. No, like I, I changed my mind. Remember, I got, I got look. Did you ask a question about it? Because like, I guess you do have to take it. I didn't know. I don't know how strict they were or are on that requirement. So I'm a person that always asks questions like specifically to me. Like if I had this class and I took it in, da 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 da. I but I guess if they specifically said it, then mm-hmm. you need to go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of screwed on that. But like, <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, I was, I was just trying to feel better about it. Like, oh man, you're gonna be breaking stuff down to the molecular level, which I'm sure you are. You do, you do. Don't get me wrong. Um, but right now, as a CRNA, am I like? I mean, I guess the, the principles of physics and temperature, yes. But as far as chemistry and structures, like, no, I'm not over here looking at a benzene ring and being like, oh, like, no. Okay. <laughs> no. And I'm speaking for myself, but if I had to bet some of my money and my salary, there'd be a lot of CRNAs that agree with me mm-hmm. that they don't remember what the, what the structures are, the organic compounds, and you don't need it in your daily practice. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, man, I I don't know what else to ask you or pester you about. I don't feel like you have to, but you know, um, what else? What are some general things that I could give you? Um, time goes by quickly. Mm-hmm. You may think like, oh, I got to take all these daggone classes, all this other stuff. It'll go by. Um, and then definitely do some shopping. Like talk to some students in the programs that you're looking at and really see how they how they feel because um, it'd be drastically different than what you're thinking mm-hmm. um what else yeah i think that's really it you seem to be like ready to go personal essays really get people um but it's because they're not they're thinking in a box rather than, they're thinking in a different box other than like really what pertains to them. So I think you have a really cool story to tell and I want you to send this to me so I can read it and see and just be like, yes. 
okay, okay. <laughs> um, and I'll like double check it for you, all that stuff. Yeah, I usually do that with like um, my mentoring groups and mentoring programs um, that I, I have, but you don't need me. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, I might need you. <laughs> Let me not say that. Um, I do think I'm a very helpful person in different areas. Um, not only just like personal essays and stuff like that, but the application process and choosing schools and whatnot. So if you feel like you want some more guidance, um, I offer packages like for like, what's it called? Like a series that you can schedule like three, three courses or mentorship sessions if you want. Um, I haven't posted it yet, but I will. Okay. When you found this, um, if you feel like you want it in the future. Oh, I also have another question. So whenever you submitted your resume for your applications, did you feel like you needed to tweak it and tweak it and tweak it and tweak it? Mm -hmm. Or you just sent it and you were good? Um, as far as tweaking, obviously, you know, no spelling errors, like no spelling errors. Um, I also have a different approach to how I do my resume. So like it is every line has a purpose. And like you knew, what's important is that they know what type of ICU you were on and how critical your patients were. So any chance you've got, I call it humble bragging. Any chance you've got to talk about the difficulty of your patients, you put it on there. There's no, there's no time to be humble. They only have papers to read about you. So um, I have my um, resume on my YouTube channel, actually, if you want to look at it, it's up there. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, random question so my my manager another story um so one for, for maybe like two days she put me on the covid unit as a charge nurse and i had zero experience charging she just threw me up there and was like do it and i'm like okay it was very difficult but for those two shifts should i put that on my resume okay <laughs> <laughs> I already knew we were going with that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is there a rule that says you must have done it for five days? No. You stepped your butt up on that floor. Was a you were a charge nurse? That was your role. You did it. So, for an example, um, assumed role of charge nurse during COVID pandemic and make it sound a little urgent, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's a nice little line right there. Yes. yes. Shows, and when I'm talking about flexibility, that shows flexibility. When you put the urgency in it, so mm -hmm. that's anesthesia is all about flexibility, especially as a student. One day you'll do a 10-page care plan about the room you thought you were going to be in, and then you walk in in the morning, and they're like, actually, you're going to be in room three, completely different surgery. So that's the flexibility that you're showing. When you put that line on there, assumed role immediately assumed role as delegated by like girl i can spout these lines for you all today yes so <laughs> when one of these packages coming out <laughs> my, my deadlines are in the fall honey look like <laughs> okay, okay um so like literally next month okay, okay. Let, me, let me be so honest with you i didn't know that people needed me in this way like i didn't know until recently when like I would hear like you and saying like, I don't, I don't, I don't really have much to put on my personal essay. And I'm like, what? We are the most versatile group of people I've ever met. Okay. We have a lot to put on our personal essays. 
And so now I'm like, when I talk to everyone, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a space that I can occupy in this way. And I was, it was almost like a little bit of imposter syndrome. Like I can charge yes. for this. Yes. Because I've been doing everything like for free because I love helping, but you know, time is valuable. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm going to put these packages up. You just gave me a little push. I'm going to put these packages up. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Dear. You're so welcome. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is part of my gospel. Leaving off of, um, or like, when I get off of a call or some type of communication with a person, I, it's part of my gospel to feel energized and excited afterward. Um, so I'm really fortunate to be able to like work with people like you, like you guys are the people that follow me. So. Well, you're welcome. I thank you for putting yourself out there. Cause you know, people these days, but yes. I, I appreciate it so much. <laughs> Did you feel like you got something out of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Good. That makes me happy. You have my email. So if you need me after this, once you write your personal statement, send it to me. I'll take a look at it. I'm happy to do that. All right. Yes. All right. So that's the end of that one-on-one call. And I just want you guys to pay attention and kind of reflect on how your own personal stories can be made into the perfect personal statement. And you do want to be different. You want to be unique. You don't want to be cookie cutter. Um, it's time to break the mold and break out of the same old cycle of producing that same black and white personal statement. Okay, this concludes the first ever episode of Club Clinical. Thank you so much for even clicking play on this podcast. I'm so excited to see where it goes. Um, Please let me know what other topics you want me to cover. Message me on IG, shoot me an email. All of that information will be down in the show notes. Um, And then also forgot... I will be concluding all podcast episodes of Club Clinical with some questions, whether or not I have a guest or it's just me. So the things that I'm going to be asking every single guest at the end of an episode, myself included, is first, name a song or an album that people would be surprised is on your phone or your iPod or whatever. And name a current song, current favorite that you're listening to right now. I think people would be surprised to find the My Chemical Romance CD, uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, on my playlist. I love that album. And two songs. I'm going to choose two because it's my podcast. I do what I want. I am really liking Henny in the Hamptons by Bren Joy and um, Why You Gotta Be Like That by Audrey Mika featuring Kyle. Yeah, so those are my selections. Check them out. Also check out my Spotify playlist um, under Club Clinical, of course. And, um, oh, let's just throw a shameless plug in here. This podcast is sponsored by Uvia Blue Light Glasses for Healthcare Professionals, my company, of course, sponsoring this podcast. All right, see you guys. Bye. This is Club Clinical.